Hello, Loose Lug Nation, and welcome to episode Marvin Panch, Tiny Lund, Wood Brothers, number 21 of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast, presented by Double L Sports Network. I am your host, Lauren Leach, and as usual, joined by my good buddy, Mark Allen. Mark, I know you have some names here. Yeah, I did some uh, research here. I, I was kind of wondering, like, who all drove for the Wood Brothers? You know, so I kind of looked it up, and uh, what an impressive list. You know, they got Curtis Turner and Marvin Panch, Fireball Roberts, Parnelli Jones, Tiny Lund, Junior Johnson, Speedy Thompson, Fred Lorenzen, Cale Yarbrough, Dan Gurney, Donnie Allison, A.J. Foyt, David Pearson, who was the best one of them all, Neil Bonnet, two different times, Buddy Baker, Kyle Petty, Dale Jarrett, Morgan Shepard, Michael Waltrip, Elliot Sadler, Ricky Rudd, Ken Schrader, Bill Elliott, Marcos Ambrose, Trevor Bain, Ryan Blaney, Paul Menard, and Matt DiBetadetto. They have over 1,600 races, 99 victories, zero championships mostly because in the day they only raced part-time they didn't they didn't race all they only picked certain certain races to race at so david uh pearson's championships were not with the wood brothers it was not with the wood brother that was with a well that was with a ford a 17 car but apparently that wasn't the wood brothers wow okay i uh <laughs> you hear the names on that list and that almost gives you goosebumps here because those are some names wow um, well, let's, uh, let's get into it here. We got a lot to cover. So we'll start with the, uh, Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series. We got a couple of races to cover. Um, let's go with Kansas Truck Race number one a few weeks ago. Uh, stage one was won by Brett Moffitt. Stage two by Austin Hill. And the race also went to Austin Hill. Moffitt was second. Enfinger third. Kraft in fourth. And Kraus top five. Uh, Johnny Sauter finished 9th, Ty finished uh, 11th, and Decker finished 21st, so there's the Wisconsin drivers in there. It was Austin Hill's first win of the season. You know, he had some good runs. It was it was kind of surprising. Some people forgot that he hadn't won this year, Mark. Yeah, that was a surprise, but, uh, you know, it was inevitable. He's He is such a good team, a good car driver, and, uh, and a good team. So, yeah, it's inevitable he would win one. And, you know, they thought, uh, a lot of people thought that uh, that truck was going to drop off after Brett Moffitt got out of the car after his championship season. And I tell you what, Austin Hill has uh, not been a drop-off at all. No, no. Um, he's going to win a few more, and that gets him in the championship, so he's going to be definitely a factor. Yeah, he's uh, he's got it going for sure. If they can just put everything together, he'll definitely win a, win a few more here. Um, so they did it again. They go to uh, Kansas for race number two. Stage one was won by Zane Smith. Stage two by Zane Smith. And the race goes to Matt Crafton. Uh, Christian Eck is second. Enfinger third. Tanner Gray fourth. And Ben Rhodes was your top five. Um, Ty Majeski had to go to the back. Uh, he also had an issue early which set him back. Um, Travis Pastrana made a surprising appearance that came out late in the week that he was going to hop in that 40 truck. Um, 
he had some issues. He spun uh, at some point in stage two. Uh, Derek Krause spun out of turn two as well. And Corey Roper hit that wall pretty hard, Mark. They all hit the wall hard in the back wall. <laughs> that back... That back wall inside caught every uh, every series had somebody that actually went in hard in the back. There's something about Kansas that they wreck hard back there. Yeah, they do. Uh, if you remember correctly, Dale Earnhardt Jr. had one of the wrecks there that, that he details in his book about his concussions and all that. So you're exactly right. They do, they do wreck hard there. Um, there's also a big crash in turn one. Natalie Decker, Johnny Sauter, Ty Majeski, Jennifer Joe Cobb, Clay Greenfield, Tanner Gray... Stuart Friesen and others involved. Um, that that was a big one. That sucked with Ty. You know he was going to start fourth, and then they changed the transmission, and that sent him to the back. And then he made uh, he had contact with Ingram and had a tire rub, and that started his race and put him in the back. And uh, how did Johnny Sauter get that cripple back around? And then it was just leaking all his fluids laying down on the apron, just like, <laughs> you're done, dude. That, but it was amazing. It even moved. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was a hurt truck. Um, uh, Zane Smith and Tyler Ankrum also make contact. Uh, Ankrum and Moffitt get the worst of that. Hard into the turn four wall, almost on the front stretch there. Um, yeah, there, there, was, uh, there was some contact in race number two. And then Matt Crafton, you know, they said he hasn't won since uh, since a dirt race, what, two and a half years ago? That was a surprising uh, surprising thing that they said there. So, Yeah, and you think he won the championship last year. He's the defending champion for the truck series, and he gets win number one on the season, first win in a few years, as you mentioned, Mark. And you kind of forget there's another guy you kind of forget hasn't won in a while because he's, he's running up front, um, won the championship, but... The team just hasn't been able to, to get it all together, but they did that day. Well, he's had some bad luck. You know, at Pocono, he didn't yeah. even last a lap, and he was putting a, putting a fence right away. So there there was some luck factor there, but, uh, yeah, he came around. Um, he was quite, quite happy about that victory. Yeah, as, <laughs> as, very much so. As he should be, absolutely. Um, so there were some penalties from Kansas. Uh, the 19 truck of Derek Krause and the 51 Kyle Busch Motorsports uh, vehicle, they both had one Whoop. loose lug. All right. Yep. They're <laughs> everywhere, right, buddy? we gotta, we got to put that in all the time. They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that uh, that was Kansas there. Uh, good racing all weekend, but some hard wrecks, as we said. Um, so then the trucks uh, go to Michigan this past weekend. Uh, stage one goes to Brett Moffitt, stage two to Johnny Sauter. The race goes to Zane Smith. Eckes was second, Gray third, Ingram fourth, and Gillilin rounds out your top five. Uh, heartbreak city for Johnny Sauter. Um, yeah, definitely. He was, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, had bad luck. And then, uh, all the Wisconsin boys had bad luck, you know, um, um, Ty was sliding. He went through the grass, and uh, so did Derek Krause. They both got uh, contact coming to the line. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Wisconsin guys didn't have no luck uh, for that race there. Yeah, and also before the race, Johnny Sauter lost his crew chief, Joe Shear Jr., due to an inspection penalty. The flange at the bedside panel was not meeting NASCAR's expectations, so... Uh, Joe Shear Jr. was not able to crew chief that race, so it started out bad. He ran very, very well, but spun when he got to the inside of his teammate, and uh, that was the end of his day. 
We heard about that flange once before, wasn't it? A couple weeks ago? Somebody yep. else got busted for that? Actually, I think it was the Thor Sport um, guys. They had some flange. Uh, I don't remember if it was the exact same part, but it was something with the the bed there, a flange with the bed, the um, covering that goes from that bar to the, to the bed of the truck. There's a little plastic piece there. I think that's what it was. I'm not sure if it was the same thing, but... Uh, again, they're they're pushing the limit there. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, checking out that area in there. So apparently, there's some kind of advantage with airflow that goes across that area of that truck. Another guy that could use a break, Stuart Friesen. Been a rough year since they switched over to Toyota. We've documented that well over the last uh, how many weeks here. He crashes. Uh, ben Rhodes ended up getting into uh, Chandler Smith. He spun. Um, in turn one there, uh, awesome way self had a problem. He spun, um, and then in near the end of the race there, Grant Enfinger blocked and spun off of Hill and Nemechek's nose, uh, just a little too much, uh, too much there came down, came down and contact was made. It actually stayed green. It, uh, they broke a record for most cautions there. And, uh, that's a record you don't want if, uh, unless if you like a wreck fest, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zane Smith ended up passing Christian Eckes in turn one and held him off for the win. Very emotional guy who said he didn't come from money. It's amazing he's at where he's at. And, you know, Mark, you start thinking about a kid like this, and you remember the times where he finished second in the Snowball Derby because I think it was Chase Elliott passed him coming to the finish line, and the winner got disqualified. And the reason that that was the year that John Hunter Nemechek had the fire on pit lane. So he thought the caution was coming out, so he lifted, and someone got by him. I think it was Chase Elliott. I might be mistaken there, but a guy that just has a ton of talent. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden he started talking, and you could just see it just slowly just sink in, just like, and uh, yeah, the emotions were, <laughs> were there. You kind of look at that. It's it's pretty cool when someone gets uh, gets emotional like that. It's cool. It really shows that it means something. Absolutely. That's, that's the whole thing there. Um, incredible great for him uh good kid uh i'm sure we'll see more of him yeah he's a he's a good driver he's uh he's gonna he's gonna have some talent he'll be around he'll probably move up i could see him moving up next year yeah uh, the plans are uncertain right now and i think that's why you saw so much emotion from him but we'll see what happens i think uh he, he's got a ton of talent like a lot of these guys do and hopefully it all comes together where he can move up or continue to go at the very minimum Mm-hmm. yeah so well, let's get into the Xfinity Series then. They were at Kansas as well to start off here. Uh, stage 1 goes to Austin Sindrick. Stage 2 also goes to Austin Sindrick. And the race goes to Brandon Jones. Um, Sindrick was second. Burton was third. Sieg fourth. And Chastain rounds out the top five. There was some strategy play there. Sieg started at the front a couple of times on old tires and was holding him off and, and being competitive. He held on for a top five. Brandon Jones ended up taking the win. I believe it was a second win on the season. A guy that uh, was having a rough season, but now he's put together two wins. You know, Cedric had that race until that late caution. He was the dominant one in that race. And it seems like a lot of races have been changed around just by little late cautions at the end. And then it's one of those, should I pit, should I not, do what the leader does, opposite, and and it changes the outcome, and that was one of them right there too. So, <laughs> crazy yep um brandon jones passed Sindrick out of two and uh wins in overtime 
Um, good racing. You know, Kansas does put out a good track, a good race. It seems, uh, you know, because Chicago and Vegas are just like them, but there's just something about Kansas. It's, and uh, when the drivers talk about it, they said it's different. Um, uh, when we I race, I guess you can tell a little bit of a difference. The the high line seems to be the way to get around that place. Yep, absolutely. The momentum keeps up there, and you're able to to get by. Um, yeah, good congratulations to Brandon Jones. Uh, great job, Cindric. <laughs> he uh, he's looking like he's the guy to beat. Yeah, he led 131 laps that day. So yeah, he dominated. But then Brandon Jones, like, where did he come from? And uh, and there he was at the end when it counted. Yeah, he restarted seventh, I believe, on that restart and was able to come through. Um, awesome, awesome job by everyone. So then uh, they go to Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Where's that? And, uh, hey, we were able to go. How about that? Um, yeah, we uh, we dodged a little bit of uh, weather, uh, made it work. Uh Turned out to be a beautiful day. Uh, got a little warm there at the end, <laughs> you know. But uh, all in all, um, was chauffeured around a little bit on a golf cart from a good friend. And uh, we were at most every corner. Uh, got to see a lot. Not much of a crowd, surprisingly. Uh, seemed like it was about half full. That would have been a day that you could have actually rode, drove your vehicle around the place and pretty much where, go wherever you wanted to. So all in all, it was a... Uh, yeah, it wasn't for that little rain delay shower. Um, it was a good deal. Yeah, good fun. fun yeah. Day. I thought the crowd was decent. Um, I've seen it a little more packed, but I thought all in all, with everything going on, it was a decent crowd. Um, happy to see race fans get out and, and support a race that's, uh, I guess I'll call it in our backyard, not too far from us, about an hour away, hour east of us. Um, so uh, what a fantastic facility, though, Mark. I mean... I, I said it all day. This place is a gem. You can just go wherever you pretty much want and, you know, carry stuff in. And they got good people working there and good food and just an awesome atmosphere. You can watch from a ton of different places. In fact, we sat in between turns six and seven for the first time. Uh, that was a great view to end the race. Uh, a lot of action going on. And, you know, I remember going to the first, for my first race there back in the early 2010s with you and not knowing what I was going to expect because I have never been to a road course and I'm traditionally a short track guy and NASCAR oval guy but I loved it right from the bat right from the the get-go here and um it's it's just a I can't say enough about the facility you're, you're sitting in the corner but you still get to watch on tv so when they're not by you uh, and I know some people will say, well, if you're going to watch on a TV, you might as well stay home. But I couldn't disagree more. The the sounds, the smells, the action you get to see up close is uh, is second to none. You know, it's a lot different when they did put the monitors out so you know, so you can actually watch it. We all know that we've got the DVR ready to set at home, you know. And when I come home, I, I definitely watch it the next day. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it still doesn't uh, ruin the outcome. It's still worth watching. Uh, hey, when they took the camera from camera six looking down at seven, I saw both of us in the where, where we were sitting because we were kind of sitting by ourselves. Yeah. You know, and I was like, just got a fast glimpse of us. So we were on TV. So there, <laughs> there you go. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, 
so uh, let's get into the to the action here. Stage one was won by Justin Haley. Uh, that was the 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 weather delay there with the lightning and all that. So they actually put on rain tires, and he was able to to do well in the rain tires. You know, a guy who struggled in the rain tires was actually Austin Sindrick. Um, he fell back there, and right before they he was able to put slicks on. He was he was going back. I think he was in the back half of the top ten, seventh or eighth. Um, stage two goes to AJ Omendinger. Um, boy, that's a, that's a good road racer right there. Good. I won't even say road racer, good racer, but he, he does really, really well on the road courses. He started way in the back and he just was picking them off one at a time, one at a time. He was worth watching. He was, <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's the guy that I actually was, uh, cheering on. Um, just didn't have enough at the end. Cendric just didn't make a mistake at the end. Um, if he would have just took the tires off one time, one time off to, uh, off there, and then uh, Almondinger would have been able to pounce on that. Um, how about uh, Justin Allgaier uh -huh. when he he come across, and I think they just touched that wet grass, and he come across, and he just pummeled that wall. He took the whole right side of his car off, and once again, the bad luck just keeps on rolling for that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was in between turns two and three. We were actually sitting there for a little bit, uh, with the Fox Cities Towing and Finish Line Towing guys, uh, Nick and Johnny Van, uh, the Van family and all the workers there, um, they actually do some towing out there, and great, great guys. And uh, it was cool to be able to, to see their company in action and sit with them and talk with them. And, and that's part of what makes that facility. You can run into so many people there. I ran into Pastor Scott, who does the stuff at WIR and, and everything. You're just everywhere, and you see so many people. Yeah, we did run into uh, quite a bit of Quite a lot of people out there that we know. You know, even I was impressed by Wisconsin's own Josh Balicki. Yes. I mean, he had some track position there. I mean, he knows how to get around Road America, and and I was I was really impressed. Oh, he uh, he uh, did his uh, Daniel Hemrick. What a bummer at the yeah. end. You know, she just um, what happened there? I think the the engine puke on it. Yeah. yeah. It was it was an engine failure, and so um, you know he was looking forward to having a good run there. So. Uh, unfortunate for him also yeah he uh he was running well and then he said Austin uh one corner I think it might have been even out of turn 14 the oil pressure just spiked and and it shut off and that was that was pretty much it and he come he came to a stop after pit lane there and they had to throw the caution unfortunately and um that that ended his day um you know, Brandon Brown also had an issue before the start of the race there, but he was able to get back going, and he had a, he had a decent day going. Um, Bailey Curry had an issue, too. He sat barely off the track, and, and eventually the caution came out. You know, you and I were sitting there a few times wondering when the caution was going to come out because they kind of delayed some of those. Yeah, the whole whole situation on pit road was... Un, under, uh, we didn't understand that either, and... Uh, you know, I had some choice words that probably would not fit on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast. I was kind of upset because uh, Almendinger got pinched in, but I didn't know that there was a time limit of when they could come in and out, and I finally understood it kind of the next day. And then to throw it off to the side, they had the rain tires that were in on this too, which made it even a little bit more confusing. So these controlled pit stops is going to uh, take a little bit to learn. Um it, it was hard to understand. I'm, I'm sure a new fan probably wouldn't understand it at all. Um, as we were sitting there watching the monitor, and it was kind of confusing until we actually watched the video the next day. 
Yeah, there was a bunch of different strategy and rules that were coming in play, and they did a great job explaining them on uh, NBC Sports there. But um, when you're sitting there, you don't necessarily understand it. You're listening into sometimes the radio broadcast and the drivers. So you hear them calling out times, but then you rewatch it back and, and you understand it a little more. Um, but um, just a great day. Um, you know, Chase Briscoe, he got damaged early. He got into a net there a little bit. And then he went really, uh, he went wide. I think he may have touched the grass a little bit going down into turn five. What a save. Yes, that was a <laughs> save. That saved his whole day. That was uh, that was the best save of the day. Yes, sir. Yep, so then Daniel Hemrick had his motor, um, motor issues, and then the weather delay came there. Um, you know, Daniel Hemrick, let's go back to that a little bit. Riley Herbst was making a pass on the front stretch and didn't realize that Daniel Hemrick was dead in the water, and that was almost a big, big incident. He he had to swerve back to the uh, left there to miss him. <laughs> Jerked the wheel, yeah, he sure did. Um, yeah, so uh, they had 80 seconds per stop. Um, you could only, under green, you may only add fuel. Under caution, you could do fuel or tires per stop. Uh, 80 seconds and stage breaks, you could put fuel or tires per stop on, but two opportunities were given to pit for that. Um, and again, 80 seconds. Um, when when the weather came, you were allowed to go from rain, or excuse me, wet tires to dry tires and dry to wet under green, but that was the only shift there. Um, you know, it was slick there for a bit. It was... Uh, it was pretty slick. Those guys were driving. You got to also add to it that you couldn't take fuel while you were taking tires. Right. So you could either take fuel or tires, and then, yeah, the dries and the wets were there. And, uh, you know, they were shooting out some rooster tails there, you know, and uh, when, especially when they were coming down the front stretch, just like you could only see the first three cars, and after that it was just a fog. You couldn't see them. But uh, that track dried up really fast as much, yeah. uh, as much uh, moisture that we actually got there. Uh, everybody stayed on the track pretty much. Uh, there was a little bit there going off of six, and some people were plowing through the kitty litter coming off of there. But uh, all in all, everybody did a good job of staying on the track. Yeah, and even turn five a little bit. We'll we'll get into that a little bit. There was one point where a couple of cars went in too too deep. Um, you know, a caution came out for Vinnie Miller in Canada Corner there. Um, the car was smoking pretty good, and you could you could hear it on the TV. All the parts just clinging together, <laughs> coming apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, Balicki, speaking of him, very impressive. You know, he's from uh, from Wisconsin, down by the the West Bend area, area Richfield. Now I think he calls home. Um, he had a great save on the final lap of stage one, coming out of turn six. Uh, that that was a good one there. Um, and then he led at the start of stage two. Um, Preston Pardis also led a lap, but Blicky was able to hold off some stiff competition for a few laps. He was really, really impressive, which you and I have talked about him on this podcast before, and it's so great to see a guy like him be able to, to run in the front with a lower-funded team. Well, you know, he's got a little bit more experience on a road course, especially his home track like that. So, but... Uh... Yeah, also we're like three-quarters through the race and like, hey, look at this, he's up there. You know, so was rooting, cheering him on, trying to hope he did. And he, and he impressed, he did impress. If you add it all around, it was a good It was a good, uh, good race for him. No doubt. Um, Noah Gregson, he got loose battling for the lead with Balicki. 
Uh, and, and when he got loose, he actually was still able to take the lead away. That, that was an impressive move. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he went wide in turn five. This is the opportunity where they went, where a couple cars went a little too wide here. Gregson drives in too deep into turn five. So does Balicki. Um, and, uh, you know, that is so easy to do. You know, you're gauging yourself off of other cars there and you go a foot too deep and it's too much. And you're coming downhill, you know that yep. that is that is the toughest car. That's why or the corner. That's why everybody likes to go to turn five because that's the action corner coming downhill like that, and then you got a a sharp ninety degree left. So <laughs> yep. yep, that's where the action corner is right there. So that gave Alex LeBay the lead. Um, then a short, short while after that, Almendinger took the lead. Um, Justin Elgar was the first to put slicks on in stage two. Um, and then others did as well, like Noah Gregson, Austin Sindrick, um, Myatt Snyder. Um, Jesse Little had an issue there. He went off, and the caution came out for him. Um, Jeremy Clements got a penalty on that pit stop. He left too early, so he had a, he had a penalty regarding that. Um, Justin Allgaier was able to get by Grella to take the lead on the restart in turn five. They had a good battle there for a few corners. Yeah, there was battles all going all around there. Um, a lot of it you don't even see until after it came back the next day and then finally like, hey, look at that and look at this. And, you know, you do miss stuff when you're on a road road course, but but you're right. The smells, the smells, the sounds and, and meeting people, that's the place to be. That was, uh, yeah, good stuff there. I'll go back there. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, Austin Sindrick went to second in the carousel there, and then he took the lead on the next lap away from Justin Elgire. Um Alex LeBay got into Myatt Snyder in turn five with uh, ten to go. That almost caused a bigger pileup. Um, yeah, there's you know we were just talking about turn five. There's the action corner. Yes, it is. Um, Scott Heckert got stuck in the gravel trap for one or two laps out of turn six. You and I were looking at that like, well, he's stuck. He's stuck. He's stuck. Where's the caution? Where's the caution? And they kind of delayed that for a little bit, uh, but it did eventually come out uh, for him. Uh, Justin Haley went around as well, um, some contact with Riley Herbst, um, and then uh, a lot of leaders were, were able to pit under this caution too. Only four drivers stayed out. Um, aggressive restart with four to go. Justin Allgaier, this is where his day ended. He went around between two and three, and, and Jeffrey Earnhardt also hit the wall there. You know, Cedric just kept diving on the inside of that wall going into one. And, I mean, we've seen it a couple times. Like, there was nobody there that was willing to block that. And when Cedric got, he had position, and he was on his way. <laughs> you know, he was he was gone after that. He had position on that corner. Um, Myatt Snyder had damage from that as well. That ended his day. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if they, they hit the grass or Grala got into Elgire there maybe a little bit. Um, Jeremy Clements also had a bunch of damage. Uh, so that gave it to a green-white checkered finish. Cindric uh, got to the lead in turn one. Elmendier to second. He almost spun. I didn't realize that. He almost spun in yes. between two and three there, I think yes, it was. Yes, he did. That was a save also. Yep. Uh, Riley Herbst went off, and uh, it was a good, good finish to a great day. Um, Austin Cindric takes the win there, and uh, he keeps racking them up. No interview with him because then they had a cut off and went right to the cup race in Michigan and then about halfway through the race they did a videotaped uh, 
um, interview with him, but uh, Michigan was on hold waiting waiting for uh, television to get switched over so that they could race at Michigan because, you know, it gets <laughs> getting darker uh, earlier uh, as we go on here. So, so yeah, it was kind of nice that they held off the NASCAR ra Cup race at Michigan waiting for uh, the Xfinity Series to be done. Yeah, you know, I was surprised when I was going through the taping and all of a sudden you get an alert that the cup race was delayed for it. That was pretty cool, I thought. That was a good decision. Well, I extend. I can only extend two hours on mine, so we ran out of laps. So when we went to the cup race, actually the Xfinity race was there, so we didn't yep. really miss it. It really worked out nice. If it would have been on different channels, uh, we would have ended up going to YouTube to watch, <laughs> to watch the end of it. But it yep. worked out. It was convenient. It worked out really good. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching it. I also do the two-hour deal. And uh, I had, I think I had four minutes left of the taping before it ended, when the Xfinity race ended at Road oh, America. I had 15 laps to go yet, so when mine ran out, but then all of a sudden go to the next one, and there it is. Yeah. I think they're on a caution at that same time. It just kind of took the, a half a caution lap away from me, so it was convenient. It was just enough to go go to the fridge and get a coolie and then come back and then we, <laughs> let's go back to racing. I was a little worried that I was running out of time there, but I think I had three or four minutes. Um, you know, we also have to give a shout out to uh, Brian Luther, Luther Racing out of Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Um, he was the one who got us the golf cart there. Uh, what a great guy. Uh, him and Russ both were starting to go racing with those guys, and unfortunately Russ wasn't able to make it, but uh, that was a lot of fun with Brian and... Uh, Jaden, his his uh, grandson there, and then we had you, I, Ashley, Nolan. Um, just a great day to be around friends and family. Yeah, Jaden liked to cruise around on his uh, little mini bike, didn't he? He said he put like 200 miles around on there, and uh, so <laughs> he was having fun. He was a yeah, good good kid there, and uh, yeah, we got chauffeured around. Uh, we put on many miles, checked out all kinds of different places. Um, yeah, all around good. Uh, there was a, a scary incident later in the day when uh, Sam Mayer um, hit the wall hard out of the kink and the back stretch back there, and it looked like the fuel cell came out of the car. Um, we saw a lot of safety trucks heading back that way, and then when we got there, they were turning people away, and some fans made it sound a lot worse than what it was. Um, scary trying to find out about it, uh, but all in all, Sam's dad put a bunch of pictures of that car that was left of it. It was toast. Um, it looked like a death trap, but uh, he got out of it with a, with a fractured wrist. And, uh, well, that's another reason why we pray before, beforehand. That car was in bad shape, and it's good that Sam walked away from that. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, when they, we heard some fans say what they were saying, it was, uh, you know, I kind of got a little... I don't, I don't know if you want to call it depressed, but I was just like, man, this is the unfortunate part of racing. And it just puts you in a little hole there for a little bit, but then uh, you hear what actually happened, and you were all right to continue on with the day. But, yeah, scary. Glad uh, glad Sam's okay. Glad everyone's okay because that was uh, involved a few people back there. Yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, some fans added to the story on there, and um, that really what happened. We heard like 50 feet of fencing was down, and, and that found out that that wasn't true, and then the driver was laying on the track, and that wasn't true. Um, and then they said some shrapnel got hit some fans, and I guess that wasn't true. But they actually were turning us away. There was no way that we could get back there, so 
Um, so if one thing led to another, it was scary when we first heard about it, and we were sure thankful that it actually wasn't what, what people were telling us what went on back there. Yep. Um, but all in all, I mean, that facility is a gem. Can't wait to go back. Uh, hopefully Cup makes it there uh, soon because that would be uh, a heck of a show as well. If you get a chance, please, please, please support Road America. It's a, it's a great facility. You'll like it. You'll like it a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so let's get into the Cup Series there. They run. Uh, they ran at Kansas here. Um, more, more of the same here. The big, the big thing that came out from this was uh, Ryan Priest. Did he clobber that wall? How hard can you hit a wall? Huh. You can't hit it any harder than that. No. And um, it almost went, it almost went off. It's on its side. It was airborne. It was flying. Um, I took a picture of it off the TV set and just like, check this out. Um, yeah, what did he say? What was the one word? Fabulous or yeah. <laughs> he just got out and fantastic. You know, I think, I think he said. maybe he said fantastic and and you know and he looked like uh, got out and he had his bearings and he walked away from it just like it's a miracle. I don't know what's up with that wall on the back stretch, but it sure does clobber some cars. The Arca Series had one that went in there also on that back stretch. And there's just something about that Kansas race that has some spectacular wrecking going on there. Yeah, it's, uh, wow. Um, I thought he was, uh, you know, it was a good thing that he was that frustrated because usually you hit that wall and you're, you're hurting. And but he, he got out and was just frustrated. Well, he just tried to miss the incident in front of him, and he just turned left, and it didn't even look like the car slowed down. Mm -hmm. it, just, it just shot off, and it just kept right on going, and whammo, holy smokes, what a wreck. Yeah, the but, Bush, um, Bush Beans car um, gets destroyed, you know. We like to destroy some Bush Beans. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we'll have some a little bit later hey, today. Hey, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. Um, how about Ricky Stenhouse? Yep. Um, the dash was on fire. Fire, yeah. <laughs> you know, so and, uh, that kind of, yeah, that definitely ruined his day. So he had an electrical fire going on in there. Yeah, Austin, he comes over and says, uh, they were talking about getting going or something. He says, the dash is on fire. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not kidding here. This is getting hot. So, yeah, that ruined his day. And then, uh, you know, other things to talk about would be uh, Kyle Busch got his first stage on the first stage, um, first stage point of the whole year. Yeah, that is go to Vegas and bet on that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you would never believe that we nope. can go this far without him having a point. Nope, nope. Um, the other uh, big things that happened with this, there was a big wreck on the restart. Um, the twenty-two had a flat tire and gets up into the um, gets up into the wall. Uh, some other guys in, involved, Matt Benedetto. Uh, Austin Dillon, Jimmy Johnson, um, yeah, the, the 22 thought he had something going on, but thought maybe he was going to be okay, and it just shot off in the turn two wall. He, well, he found out when he came out of two that he had a tire down, and, and that was into the wall, and then everybody just scrambled to try to miss him. Some did, some didn't. Yeah, so, uh, you know, aggressive, aggressive restarts here. Um, Matt Kenseth was involved in an incident. He got... He got turned, and uh, that included Bubba Wallace. That ended his day, Bubba's day. Um, the 95 moved in front of the uh, six of Ryan Newman. 
Ryan Newman gets gets into him and spins. Uh, that was the that was the incident that started the Priest yep, incident. Yep, yep, you're right. Um, so, uh, man, un, unbelievable incidents there. Um, you know, Denny Hamlin. Um, what can you say? Him yeah. and Kevin Harvick, man, it's the Hamlin and Harvick show lately, mm-hmm. and and he he continues to. Uh, to get it done, um, you know, we should mention that John Hunter Nemechek did have a little bit of a rough day there. Um, he's, he was spun a, a little, few to, yeah, a little. He, <laughs> he was having um, issues all over the place. Yep. Um, uh, Kevin Harvick was right there as well. So Denny Hamlin takes the win. Brad Keselowski second, Truex third, Harvick fourth, and Eric Jones uh, finishes in the top five there. Um, some hard racing there, hard incidents, but Kansas puts on a show. Um, you know, Jones, he runs good at Kansas. He, yes, he always does. he always has some great finishes there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then they're the lone show the next weekend in New Hampshire. No other series is running, just them on a Sunday. It was kind of bizarre not to have anything going on other than a Sunday show, especially with the way COVID has pushed things back and you got double headers and all this stuff, but... So the uh, Cup Series in New Hampshire, um, Denny Hamlin takes stage one, Brad Kozlowski takes stage two, and also the race, Kyle Busch slammed the wall, the right front goes down, and uh, you know, that's not the first time that he's had a similar incident there. He nicked the wall earlier than that, and that was just enough to to cut that tire, and boy, when it went down, I mean... And that's uh, straight in at New Hampshire, and that's a hard hit to go flying in there. Yeah, actually, he hit the wall with the right rear, but the right front went down for some reason. I'm not sure what happened there, um, but they were talking about that on TV, and all of a sudden they started looking at it, and it was the right front that hit the wall, just barely, but the right front went down. I don't know if he ran over something or they're playing a game with uh, Camber and all this stuff, but... You can hit hard at New Hampshire. Yes, you can. Um, yeah, there's been some bad, bad wrecks there. That's people lost their lives there uh, yep. before the soft walls. So, yeah, yeah. Two in one year, unfortunately. You know, Adam Petty and um, Kenny Irwin. Kenny Irwin, yeah. And uh, yeah, that kind of brings back some some bad times there. But you know, thank God they put uh, soft walls there, and Kyle walked out. You know. I after I saw Kyle was okay, you know, the first thing I did, I think, is I messaged you and said, "Oh, he's coming to Kakana in two days. How is this gonna go?" Yeah, you know, here now, what's what's next on the menu? Oh, let's go to Kakana, and so uh, yeah, and then he was on his way there. But he uh, he was uh, respectful. It's just like he, I think he's taking a lot of grain of salt. He's having a tough year, and it's just it's just not turning around for him. He needs a victory. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the frustration level is just sky high with them, but uh, yep. I don't I don't understand how that team could just absolutely struggle as bad as they are. Yeah, I I don't get it either. But uh, you know that's the thing. You you think of guys that have struggled in the past that have won championships. The most recent Tony Stewart barely makes the playoffs, goes on a stretch, wins five races in the chase, boom championship. Yeah. So you never know what can happen. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen with Kyle Busch either. Well, Kyle Busch apparently needs practice to get his car yeah. zeroed in. And this no practice has been a hindrance to him when it's actually great for uh, Harvick and Hamlin. You know, it's working out for them. But, uh, you know, with Kyle, he struggles with that. So it is what it is. Yep. Hey, the way it's sounding, I have a feeling. Uh, I don't know if there's ever going to be 
qualifying anymore. It seems like NASCAR sure seems to like this a lot. I don't know where this is all going to go, but they sure can cut down on practice time, <laughs> you know, and save money that way. That's a big topic of dis- discussion right now is what do they do for next year or when things get back to quote-unquote normal. Um, what do they do? Uh, I think they're talking about some practice time. You know, the fans that get there early, I like to see practice. Other people do too. Um, so it's going to be a balancing act between what do the fans want, what's best for the sport. Uh, it be interesting to see what they do there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson also spun in this race. Uh, Clint Boyer came down on him and left him no room. I mean, Jimmy was on the apron and just kind of squeezed him, and, and Jimmy went around there. Yeah, he squeezed him all right. <laughs> he There was no doubt about that, and, yep, Jimmy went around. Uh, Christopher Bell spun at one point. Uh, Matt Kenseth, what a rough day for him. A uh, couple of tire issues. Ended up hitting the wall for the last time, and... And that was it. They wanted to uh, try to get it, look it back in there, and he said, it's done. Yeah. It, well, you know, what? we're going to have to put tires on every five laps. Why continue to do this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming down to he has, a, has to have a victory or his season's going to be trashed, be done. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Johnson and Tyler Reddick have a great battle for 10th. Uh, Reddick ended up getting it away from him. Uh, Brad Kozlowski... Took the one as win, as we mentioned. Hamlin was second. Truex third. Uh, Logano fourth. And Harvick, your top five there. Uh, Brad Kozlowski tied Fireball Roberts in this race with 33 wins. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned Fireball earlier in the podcast. Uh, that was pretty cool. You know, New Hampshire is always about uh, track position. And it seems like when the leader's got it and he keeps it, I mean, Brad led 184 laps in that race. Um yeah, he had the track position, and he kept it all day, and that's uh, that's how he pulled that off. That's a track that Brad has always uh, ran well at as well. And mm-hmm. Hamlin. Um, and Harvick, to put it in uh, in there. Um, Kozlowski, Reddick, and the 19 of Truex, their car. Loose log nuts, huh? Loose log. You think so? How about this one? Clint Boyer, two loose logs. Hey, that sounds like us. Oh, but that one there will hurt you a little bit more. Yep, so he lost his crew chief for the first Michigan race there. Um, Corey LaJoy and Bubba Wallace also had improperly mounted ballasts to start the race. They had to go to the back, so they were penalized there. Um, boy, we're hearing a lot about ballast this year, aren't we? Um, yeah, all of a sudden there's a trend, and that's what's going on. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, so then we move on to Michigan, where the Cup Series had a double header. Um, the first one here, stage one, was won by Kevin Harvick. The stage two, Kevin Harvick. The race, Kevin Harvick. <laughs> Clean sweep there. Uh, Brad Kozlowski was second, Truex third, Blaney fourth, and Kyle Busch, your top five there. Um, Nemechek. Oh, wow. Rough day. <laughs> Even rougher than no one before. Yep. You know, cutting tires down and spinning around. and uh, Yeah, he had a, another tough day. Huh? Um, he Look. told Chris Busher at one point, uh, he said, well, tell the 17, thank you. I think the 17 was expecting him to go a little higher and, and got into him, and that was the start of the rough luck there for John Hunter. Yeah, well, uh, welcome, welcome, rookie. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. taking his lumps. Uh, it's getting to be a long, grueling season, and that's, uh, he's getting some experience out of that. But, yeah, yeah, that is what it is. 
Um, Tyler Reddick and Ryan Priest made contact at 1.2. Caution came out for Priest hitting the wall. Um, Chase Elliott um, got the lead for a few laps. Uh, Bush got the lead on the restart. Kevin Harvick was able to pass Kyle there. Um, you know, was there contact? It was close. I think there was slight contact. I would say so. By a coat of paint. Yes. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. And I mean, they analyzed it and they looked at it from every angle. Uh, Kyle said, yeah, I got hit. But... Mm-hmm. I th- I think there was slight, slight contact, but he didn't wreck him. Um, that's part of racing. Well, that's airflow, too, so that, 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 adds, yeah, that, 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 too. Adds, that adds to it. Yep, so uh, Cole Custer uh, hit the wall there. I believe that was in three and four. Caution comes out with seven to go. Uh, then another caution with three to go. Uh, Austin Dillon went around in the wall with Newman. Uh, Christopher Bell actually got into Dillon there, but... Dylan was already loose. Bill, Bell really couldn't do much about it, I don't think. It was kind of a racing deal there, unfortunate. Um, and then to start the day, the 6 of Ryan Newman and the 17 of Chris Buescher, they had their spoilers confiscated prior to the race. Uh, you NASCAR hands out spoilers, and either they were modified or they created their own, and uh, they went bye-bye. That is news to me. I did not know that, Lauren. That's... Uh... I did not know that. I usually keep up with that stuff, but I did not see that. So that's interesting. Uh, and then the 11 of Denny Hamlin, loose slug. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into the second race uh, for the Cup Series at Michigan. This was on Sunday. Stage one, Clint Boyer. Hey, he had a good start there. He started out front and was able to hold it for stage one. Clean air. Yep. Clean air, and that showed that he could uh, take off. So, yep. And he even predicted it. He actually said, I guarantee that. And, uh, yeah, he made it work. And then, well, then well, that was the end of his glory when he didn't have no fresh air after that. Yep, stage two goes to Kevin Harvick, and the race also goes to Kevin Harvick. Um, you know, Brad, the big incident, Brad Kozlowski got loose under Blaney, and they both wrecked hard. Brad hit extremely hard. Yeah, that was like a pancake, you know. So it was... Uh, um, a hard hit, and then Blaney, he was uh, all upset, you know. So, yeah, Harvick, he finished, and then once again, Hamlin was right behind him, you know, and he was trying to catch him. And, <laughs> and uh, um, God, he was right there with that dirty air was there. Uh, Martin Trix got third, uh, Kyle Busch fourth, Joey Logano fifth. Um, and then there was Almarola, DiBenedetto, Dylan. Dylan finally returns back out of top, top ten out of that, and then Chase Elliott and Kurt Busch. Um, yeah, when you look at that Keselowski, Greg, when you pancake like that, it's, you know, instead of hitting fender to fender or whatever, but when you bounce off that, that just shakes the, the tar out of that car. And it was good to see him walk away, and he, he took blame for it. And, yep. you know, Blaney just kind of like, well, that sucks, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, you know, he, uh, he Brad said he, he believes that he... He went in there about 20 miles per hour faster than he did at any point in the way. He was getting a push from Kevin Harvick, I believe it was, and uh, went to the bottom, and it just wasn't going to stick. He was full throttle on the bottom all day, but getting that push and going that much faster wasn't going to stick. He said Blaney didn't deserve that. He felt very sorry for his teammate. Uh, Blaney said that there will be no retaliation. It's... uh, it hurts that it's a little bit more being a teammate who was asked that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but knows it wasn't on pur- purpose. Um, 
so he realized that Brad got a got a push there. And it's just hard racing, but yeah. it just didn't didn't stick, you know. And when the rear end comes around like that, and you try to catch it, and it's just unfortunately he was there, and there he was, and hard hard wreck takes two Penske cars out just like that. Yeah, I'm sure Roger wasn't too happy, but uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's <laughs> um, what it is. You know, Christopher Bell spun later with a flat. Um, good race at the finish, as you mentioned, between Harvick and Hamlin. Um, you know, Harvick and Hamlin, there was an incident with uh, two to go where they both got extremely tight. Austin, they're on the in-car with Kevin Harvick, and he is completely out of the throttle coming out of turn two down that long uh, backstretch, and they expected Hamlin to go around him, and Hamlin had to do the same thing on the bottom. He was out of the throttle, so they kept going. Makes you wonder if there was something on the track, maybe... I don't know. It's kind of strange, but Harvick probably just thought, like, well, it's over. I had to lift. And it just so happened Hamlin Hamlin had to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, what a good race, though. Uh, outstanding race. Michigan was, was really good. Yep. Um, Kevin Harvick passed Lee Petty for 11th all-time with 55 wins. He tied him on that Saturday race with 54. Um, so that's pretty. that was pretty cool to hear. You know, you knew Lee Petty was, was good. Um, you always hear of Richard Petty. You didn't realize that, or at least I didn't, that Lee Petty had 54 wins. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know, there's a lot. Of, he's been adding to a lot of them this year, and there's going to be a few more coming also. Yep, yep. Harvick's been uh, been really good. Hamlin too. Uh, William Byron, loose lug. All right, there's another one. So, <laughs> so uh, let's get into some news here now. Uh, we'll get into some news and then some points discussions here. Um, you know, they started the Chules rule at Michigan. They brought that out. Um, I think that's a really, really good decision. I think they need to paint that, that arrow a different color, like maybe chartreuse. They say it's hard <laughs> It's hard for them to see it. Um, I would volunteer to go out and get the get the cone. I mean, I, they can hire me to do that, you know. <laughs> I think some fans would probably like to see that. But uh, some people are saying maybe run a cable across and just lift it up like, uh, like a camera like it has in football where you can actually lift it up off the ground like that um, so that you can actually have a cone to be visible. But with it being an orange uh, arrow there, um, it probably should paint it a different colors. Uh, I think at nighttime that would be even harder to see. So um, I heard some complaint about that they can't see it, so they got to do some improvement. But I think the fans like it. I think, uh, and, and I think the race car drivers like it too. Yeah, The drivers have been asking for it for a while now. Um, you know, my thought on that is, why even have that? Just say at the start finish line, you show me the bottom or you show me the top. Why even have that? Just you know, and they're talking about penalties for running it over. Just show me the top or the bottom. Why do we have to complicate it more than than it needs to be? Well, it seems like somebody wants to trick you. You know, they drive up to it and I'll say, I'll fake yeah. you out. I'm going to fake you out and do this. We see that all at, at short tracks too, yeah. where they'll drive up to the corner and I'm going to go high, high, and then they go low, and then. And then the spotter's got to kind of relay who's like two high, three high, four high, one low, you know, and, and then they, they kind of keep track of that. But it seems like there's got to be a little uh, faking going on there, yeah. a little little game that they play. But doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Just I, show me yeah. top or bottom. Yeah, Just, yeah, it, it could be that way. Um, you know, NASCAR is still interested in midweek races. That report came out. Cool. Uh, cool. Numbers were a little down, they said, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, you tell me a Wednesday night because we have Thursday night here at Kakana at Wisconsin International Raceway. Yeah. You tell me there's a Wednesday night race, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, 
Bubba Wallace's all-star bumper, remember uh, that was going for charity? That sold for $20,034. Um, so that went uh, to charity there. So kudos to, to Bubba and Michael McDowell for doing something was, good for charity. Wasn't that a food bank? Isn't that where that money went? I think that's where it went. Well, it went to a good cause. Um, but I thought that's what I heard that they had. Yep. Uh, Cole Pern will be the engineer for Ed Carpenter Racing for the Indy 500 on Connor Daly's machine. So some Indy mm. news there, but Cole Pern, the old Truex crew chief. Yeah. Uh, so that was some big news coming down. Um, congratulations to Chad and Brooke Knaus for their second child, a daughter, Vivian May. So congratulations to Chad and Brooke. Um, you know, NASCAR added a chicane between turn four and the start-finish line for the Daytona road course uh, this weekend. We'll see the first race uh, the Xfinity race later on today, uh, so there's a new chicane there. Uh, I think it's going to be similar to the chicane that's kind of on the front stretch for Charlotte. I think it's four, I think yeah. it's going to be similar. Um, uh, Brad and Penske, Brad Kozlowski and Penske, they extended for one year. And when I first heard it, I was like, one year does what does Cindric do? Because Cindric involved with Penske, does he take over the ride in a, a year? Does do they do something to get him up this year? Um, so one year deal, but they're they're saying that uh, one year deals may be the thing that's going to start happening here, and we've seen that in other sports too. Um, so maybe not such a surprise. The future is kind of uncertain. Things got to settle down here. You know, the, the economy is getting changed and the whole work. So, yeah, I understand a one-year contract. But that takes his name out of the 48. Yep. You know, everybody thought, oh, uh, Kozlowski's going to the 48. And then all of a sudden, well, so much for that rumor. You can put that one to sleep for this year. Yeah, and the other rumor with that right now, Mark, is that uh, Hendrick might go down to three cars. I find that hard to believe. I think he'll put four out there. But the rumor is maybe uh, Bowman goes to the 48 and the 88 goes away. Um Silly season is upon us. I it think sounds, we're going to start hearing it soon. It the, sounds like Ally is kind of tied in with the 48, and they're signed until 2023. So that's where maybe the 88 will go to the 48, and the 88 would dissolve. Um, they're talking about it. It's it's early. Um, we'll see. I, <laughs> A I lot think, of time to think about that one. And I think in the next month you'll start hearing some more stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Brad was the big first domino to fall. Usually some more mm -hmm. comes after it. Uh, pretty quickly. So, um, um, Phil Surge replaces Chad Johnston as Matt Kenseth crew chief. Of course, Chad Johnston was in with the 42 for, for a while there. I believe he was since 2016 with Kyle Larson. Uh, had a lot of success with Kyle. Um, you know, and this one surprised me a little bit because I would listen to NASCAR um, race few and they would have the radio on and it seemed like him and Matt really got along pretty well. The results weren't there. Um, but it still surprised me. Something's going on there. Well, trying to stir the kettle here, stir the pot, and uh, try to make the right combination work. So, okay. Um, nature, the nature trail in Graves Family Camp Campground uh, was renamed in honor of Jimmy Johnson. Um, so Jimmy gets another honor. There's some lineup changes for some races starting here at the Daytona Road Course. The points your points position will matter 35%. Uh, finishing position will be 50%, and your and your fastest lap will be 15%. So they're gonna do some kind of diagnostic there and figure out where you're gonna start for the next week based on those percentages. A little fair for people who've done well 
because they've been getting uh, handicapped and ended up being in the middle where they are in the points. So some results actually help you out. So uh, I'm for that. That's that's a good one. Yep, that's good. And when the playoff races start, the playoff drivers will line up first. So that's good too. You kind of expected that to come. Eric Jones is out at Joe Gibbs Racing. This was a shocker to me because I had heard all along the way that Toyota really wanted to keep him. And, you know, Eric Jones hasn't had the success that some thought, but yes, I think, he I think he's, a, he's a heck of a talent. I, I, have, I really do like Eric Jones and what he brings to the table. It's the consistency that's hurting him. He's good here, and then all of a sudden. But his team doesn't help him. You know, his team has gotten him penalties, and then all of a sudden, then he ended up having a an issue here a couple of weeks ago too, and and you know penalties and uh, stuff like that is is uh, <laughs> it it hurts your uh, your uh, finishes and stuff. So it's a consistency with him, but um, wow, he's got talent. We've seen that. Huh. I, I I I'm still shaking my head here. I I am surprised at this. Um... But, you know, the thing that led up to it was Bob Levine, Levine Family Racing, sold. Uh, COVID-19 kind of played a factor in this as well. Wasn't able to keep it going. They sell to Spire Motorsports. Uh, Christopher Bell will be in the 20 for Joe Gibbs Racing next year. Mm -hmm. So um, not surprised that Christopher Bell would take the ride, but unfortunately with Levine Family Racing going away, that affected uh, Eric Jones. And we'll see what happens with him, you know, Immediately, what I thought of was, speaking of the 48, Austin Eric Jones is sitting out there, and you didn't expect that. Well, we knew we knew that Bell was going to that 20 car. As soon as, uh, as, soon as uh, the 20 car opened up, and it didn't take him long enough, because Gibbs is really high on Christopher Bell, yeah. as he should be. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, Tyler Reddick will be back at Richard Childress Racing in 2021. Well-deserved. And uh, Bubba Wallace has offers from Richard Petty Motorsports and Ganassi. That was just announced. He also just signed a few sponsors, so that's a good sign for the sport as well. Yeah, yeah. So he got a business opportunity there also. So it'll be interesting. There's going to be some more stories that's coming out of that one too. That's just that's just started at the tip of the iceberg on that down that issue. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, silly season is coming up here. We just talked about it. So. Yeah. We'll see, but great thing is that sponsors are getting into it. He just signed with Columbia and DoorDash. I know of those two. I think there's one more out there. But companies are getting back into the sport, and that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. That throws more into the kitty there. That helps it keep going. So let's talk about the points positions because we really haven't touched on this all year, really. Let's start with the trucks. And there are five races left starting with Sunday's Daytona Road Course Race. Then they have Dover, Worldwide Technology down in St. Louis, Darlington, and Richmond. Austin Hill is the points leader. The top five are locked in with wins here. So that would be Austin Hill, Zane Smith, Grant Enfinger, Sheldon Creed, and Matt Crafton. So then uh, Ben Rhodes is sixth. He is positive 85 points. Christian Eckes is 7th. He's positive 79 points. Uh, if the playoffs were to start, actually Ben Rhodes would be 7th in the playoffs with the stage points and, and playoff points. Eckes would be 8th. 
And actually, Brett Moffitt, who sits eighth, he's 75 to the good. He would actually be starting sixth in the playoffs. Uh, I think those three are pretty safe. Derek Krause is ninth right now. He's positive 30 points. And Todd Gillenlin is 10th with 29 points. Um, the guys that are looking to get in, Tyler Ankrum, he is minus 29 points. Tanner Gray is minus 59. Johnny Sauter, minus 72. Lassard, minus 82. Stuart Friesen, minus 103. And Ty Majeski, minus 113. Uh, some of those guys are must-win, if not all. Ankrum, maybe if one of the guys lower of the top ten stumble. But everybody else below that, they need a win, or otherwise it's not going to happen. And I was going to touch on this earlier, but Derek Krause has been quite impressive. Very much so. Yep, he has uh, done really, really well. Got to keep her going. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hoping Ty gets in. You know, we've been big fans of him for a while, getting to know him and his family. Johnny Sauter, who would have thought that he would be on the outside looking in? Yeah. Uh, it's been rough, really, for him after that incident with Austin Hill last year at Iowa. It's kind of it's kind of just been rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it goes. But, you know, once again, no practice. Throw you in a truck and go. And, you know, for Ty and, and uh, yeah. Derek, it's, it's, uh, that is just tough to do. And in, in the heat of the summer, in hot places, and just all around challenging. But uh, yeah, we, we talked to Ty, and you can see it in, uh, that he's confident. Um, he's he's happy with it. He knows he's got the speed. Uh, just need a need some luck here, more luck. So let's uh, wish that on him. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to the Xfinity series where the top six are locked in with wins. Austin Sindrick. Chase Briscoe, Noah Gregson, Harrison Burton, Brandon Jones, and Justin Haley. Seventh is Ross Chastain. He's positive 358. And? <laughs> Justin Allgaier, positive 248. Michael Annette, plus 193. Ryan Sieg, plus 86. Riley Herbst, plus 74. And Brandon Brown, plus 53. If the playoffs were to start today, Chastain would be 8th in the playoffs, Algar would be 7th, Sieg would be ninth, and it, and Annette would be 10th. So some shifting around with uh, stage points and, and playoff points there. Uh, guys that are looking to get in, it's starting to get uh, hard for these guys to get in. I would almost, I mean, there's 8 races left, but it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, Jeremy Clements, minus 53. Myatt Snyder, minus 73. Daniel Hemrick, who doesn't race every race, is only minus 75. Hmm. Uh, that's in, that's impressive. Alex LeBay, minus 80. Um, Josh Williams, minus 86. And Jesse Little, minus 93. I think it's going to be tough to see any of those six drivers get in. But if they win, that changes yep. That changes it. Yep. So Strategy and all t- that. And we got a road course coming up with no practice. Yep. And uh, just they don't they don't know where they <laughs> where they're going. It's going to be crazy. It's going to yep. be worth watching this weekend. Uh, not only do you have today's Daytona road course race, but you also have Dover twice. So that's the first three here. Daytona, there's an unknown. Uh, Darlington, Richmond twice, and Bristol. So there's Man. some races that some people could make up some wow. points there. That's a lot of good racing right there. Yes, so it is. Hang on with the Xfinity Series. That'll be good. Absolutely. Uh, so then finally the Cup Series. The top ten are locked in with points right now. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Kozlowski, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., Alex Bowman, Austin Dillon, and Cole Custer. 
11th is Eric Almirola. He's to the good, 158. Kyle Busch, 140. Kurt Busch is good, 137. Um, Clint Boyer is 14th. He is plus 60. Uh, Matt Benedetto is plus 57. And William Byron is plus 26. There would be some shifting there. Uh, Kurt Busch and Clint Boyer would flop. Boyer would be 13th. Kurt Busch would be 14th. Uh, Byron would actually be 15th, and Matt Benedetto would be 16th because of the playoff points there. Guys that are looking to get in, Eric Jones and Jimmy Johnson are tied for 17th, minus 26. That's doable. Tyler Reddick, minus 36. He could also win a race. Any of these guys could win a race. This is going to be this is going to be tough. Those three right there: Christopher Bell, minus 122, and Bubba Wallace, minus 137. You have four races left. The Daytona Road Course on Sunday, Dover twice, and Daytona. Anything huh. can happen. Anything can happen with them, especially the first and last one. Yep. The, the, the Daytona race has both on one on the road course with no practice, and then, and then you know, the big one for the, uh, um, what is it, a 231? It's, it's not... It's not a full 400-lap race, 400-mile race, I don't believe. I think it's cut down a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it is a 400. Well, they've I'm been when confused they've... with the road course. The road course is 231 miles. I, I think the 400 is uh, is um, the uh, circular one. And when they've been doing the double headers, they've cut it down a little bit too, so Dover might be shortened up a little bit as well. Um, so let's re- let's review this, Mark. Do you think anyone that's outside looking in the truck series will move up and get in? Um, that would be Ankrum, Gray, Sauter, Lassard, Ankrum, Friesen. Ankrum's the only one who's got a chance, but the lower ones in the top ten, they have to stumble. Otherwise, yep, they got to win. You know? I will make a bold prediction here. Johnny Sauter gets it done. He's either going to win at Dover. Um, Daytona. Uh, that That's the road course, so that'll be challenging. I don't yeah, know about yeah. him in a road course. Uh, Dover, he has been very, oh. very good at. Yeah. Um, also, St. Louis, he's had some good runs at Worldwide mm-hmm. Technology. Sure. Darlington and Richmond, I think I think he might yep. get in. That would push Gilliland or Krause out, and they are only separated by one. So I'll say Sauter gets in somehow. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, out of the Xfinity series, any of the six that you will think it in, that would be Jeremy Clements, Mike Snyder, Daniel Hemrick, Alex LeBay, Josh Williams, or Jesse Little. If Hemrick, he probably could, but he has the race every race. He's not in that car all the time, so... I will say that the points will stay as where they are, and none of those drivers will would, get in. I would agree. There's too much of a gap. Unless of somebody outside that top that, that uh, wins, that just changes yep. everything. That just switches it all around. Today will be today will be the day that someone could do that at the yeah, road course. Absolutely. Uh, that would be the only one. How about the Cup Series? Anyone looking on the outside to get in that you think? That would be Eric Jones, Jimmy Johnson, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, or Bubba Wallace. Eric Jones, yep. And, you know, Johnson's been fast, just terrible luck this year. So, uh, never know. Uh, Tyler Reddick, my God. You know, just in the right situation, he could actually pop a pop a win also. Um, I don't see Wallace or Christopher Bell. I don't know. Um Showing little flashes of speed. Um, once again, luck, luck is involved with that that team also. So hard to say. It's possible. It's very possible. This one is harder for me to say. I think, I think any of the top four looking out, Bubba could too. Uh, 
Eric Jones can win at any track. Jimmy Johnson, he has two opportunities at Dover. We know how he's done there. Uh, Tyler Reddick has been close. Christopher Bell shows speed. And Bubba Wallace has actually been impressive as of late, uh, finishing inside the top top 15 usually with that car. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, we got some good racing coming up here. We're getting down almost into playoff time, and uh, we'll look forward to it. Um, so that will conclude today's episode, number 21, the Wood Brothers. Um, thank- how, about, how about Jack Bowser? I got to stick that in there because he's a Ford driver, dude. <laughs> so, you know, you went on uh, back in the USAC days, Jack Bowser. I got to stick that in there because that's a Ford, and that was always stout. So, anyway, I got that in there. <laughs> there you go. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, you can follow us a couple of different ways. You can follow Double L Sports Network. That would be LL Space Sports Space Network. Um, that is on Facebook. No spaces if you follow us on Twitter, just Double L Sports Network. You can also email us if you would like to email us some questions and, and information or anything like that. That would be Network 20 at gmail.com. Uh, thank you again, everyone. Mark, thank you for doing this. Uh, great episode. Really enjoyed talking about all this stuff. Great information, great racing, and we'll, uh, we'll continue to do this. And we're about to go short track racing here in the Dells and have some fun. Yeah, we're going to go out and support some racing. We just went, uh, did a little bit here, and, uh, and we're going to continue doing it this week. And then we'll go on the local side, and we'll talk a little bit about that later on here, um, rather shortly, I hope. And uh, the weather's beautiful, and um, if you ain't doing nothing today, get out to the Dells. Um, you got a 125 out there tonight. Super show. We run into a lot of people we know out there. Actually, uh, taking the camper and going to stay overnight out there. So, just, so that way we can stay late. And and uh, as for NASCAR, uh, weather's got lots of thunderstorms and bubbling thunderstorms. Um, so, might have to re- set your VCRs. Uh, VCRs, VCRs, there's old school. How about DVD, right? DVR. And uh, set, set them up. Uh, you think that's funny. And uh, and set them a little bit extended because uh, they got lights down there. And who knows, they might be uh, might be running late. It looks like a lot of afternoon thunderstorms down there. So thanks, Lauren, man. So let's, uh, let's go off to the Dells, and we'll see you all later. Yep, thanks, buddy. Yeah, we'll see. They can slap on the... Rain tires, you know, we've never, I don't think we've ever seen the Cup Series run on rain tires, have we? So that that could be a possibility this week. So uh, some interesting things that could happen. Uh, Yeah, thanks again, buddy, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Make sure to follow us, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.